With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio. Featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is my new segment entitled Change of Heart, where I'll offer the heart chakra clearing, and other healing techniques to all of you, the callers. These segments will appear on the first Thursday of the month at 3 p.m. Eastern and will afford me more time to focus on the subject of self-awareness as it pertains to manifestation and change, moving forward in balance, and acquiring a unified energy field. Here to assist me in my work are Jesus, also known as Yeshua, Mother Mary, and my spirit guide, Ezekiel. Because life reflects back to us how we feel about it and how we feel about ourselves, the technique involves looking into the heart chakra or heart center to identify negative emotions, coping mechanisms, and defenses that are holding you back, keeping you stuck, and preventing you from acquiring peace and manifesting desired changes or improvements in all areas of your life. Once you recognize an emotion's presence and how it is impacting your life, I am then able to remove it for you. Other techniques include balancing the two hemispheres of the brain to allow you to experience calm and clarity, as well as inner child work if needed. The heart chakra is important as it is here that we process the energies of love, self-love, and money. But other chakras may be explored, cleared, and repaired for thoroughness. So we will see where we need to go for each caller. As we move forward, we'll delve deeper and share more information so you can gain a more complete understanding of what's involved. As always, in preparation for your call, please ensure you're in a quiet environment and have a pen and paper nearby. If you like, you can mention an area of your life where you're experiencing stagnation or turbulence, and I'll perform any technique needed. If you would like to finally release yourself from the self-imposed prison of blame, other negative emotions, and fear of the future, you can book a full session with me at spiritualinsightsradio.com, where you'll find a variety of options under the Services tab. And I'd also love to hear about your experience with the techniques and the results in the days that follow. So I look forward to helping everyone and sharing some glorious information about how this all works and how the past can impact the present and disturb our ability to co-create a pleasant future and get all of our hopes, desires that we want to obtain. Okay, so 
Let me check in. Okay, so they are here, and we're going to, I'm going to take my time and um, spend some time with each caller. So I'll announce the numbers a little more slowly than in other segments. So up first is area code 415, and following that, it will be area code 917, and then I'll refresh as I go, because I don't know how much time I'm going to take with each person. They will let me know when it is complete. Okay, hope that makes sense. All right, so area code 415, bringing you live. Hi, what's your name? Where are you from? Hi, hello. My name is Anne from California. Hi, Anne. And what seems to be troubling you today? What can I do to help you? Um, I would like to look in the area of um, a new career and more using my creativity. And it's just more about the shift, the bridge from the old one to the new one. I don't see how like, to okay. bridge it. I like your choice of words. Thanks. Okay, so how to bridge from old to new. Well, in a clear, simple statement, it would be to let go of the old. So I'm going mm-hmm. to help you do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what you're experiencing is what a lot of people experience in that they know what they want to do, but sometimes yeah. they often feel like there's a ball and chain on their ankle and it prevents them from moving forward, Right. Yeah, and just how the who would accept me if my resume is all of the old things? You know, who would give me a chance in the new thing? It's more of the, okay. the step, the first steps. Okay. I don't see the first steps. Gotcha. Okay. So where we're going to go? I'm going to go in, see what we find, and and pull out what is holding you back. But yeah, in terms of acceptance, what I found through personal experience, of course, uh-huh. is that people can't accept you until you accept yourself, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So with this technique, what I'm going to do is go in and look at what is overlaying, like say in layers, like picture mm. thin layers covering up your own sense of self-acceptance and self-love that you were born with. With our life experiences, they often get covered up, and that's what what is so effective about this technique is that once I go in and I identify those things, they present themselves as energy. Sometimes they're color-coded to tell me which chakra it originated from. I'll explain more about that as I do sure. it. I don't want to give too much information um, because it'll just go out into the ether. So it's best to say it as I'm doing it. But depending on what you experience as a child and the severity of those experiences, that covers up that initial self-love and self-acceptance. Once I get to that bottom layer and I can get that out of there, then it's right there and it's fully accessible. That's when clients feel a change in how they feel about themselves, their level of confidence, self-esteem, everything starts to shift. It's really wonderful. And then with such a clear canvas upon which you can create your future, that's where you can go forward. That's the bridge. Make sense? Sure. Okay. All right. So let me ask you, uh, just as a preliminary thing, take a normal breath just to see how it feels to breathe right now with all that is in you. All right. Okay. All right. That's just to give you a before picture because after I'm done, it it will most likely be very different. So we want new career and you want to expand your creativity. Yes. Okay. All right. So open your heart center as big as you can. And I'm going to remote view, go in and start identifying what presents itself in priority order. 
first thing I'm getting is there's a sadness and it's attached to like a hopelessness and it's um, buried within a fear of not getting what you want. Do you recognize this? Yeah, that's from very early childhood. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is number one and what's holding you back, okay? Okay. Let me go in and see if there's more to extract from this. I want to make sure I get it in its totality just in case there are various scenarios that contribute to one emotion and it's not just one isolated event, okay? Okay, so the sadness, hopelessness, and fear of not getting what you want. Were you, did you grow up um, financially um, troubled and were you told no a lot, you couldn't have stuff? Is there a feeling I get where you want stuff and it's always blocked from you in some way? Can you help make sense of that? Uh, no, uh-uh. that was, it was not that way. No, that way, okay, then i got to go deeper. Once I find the right word, then you'll connect to it. Okay. There's a lack of belief in yourself. Did you have trouble picking a career? Like you, you really didn't know what you wanted to do when you grew up? That is that closer to what you might recognize? Yeah, yeah, and um, probably not believing I could make a career of what I was interested in. Got you. There it is. Okay. So once I get the right words, then you, you resonate with that, and that's where yeah. that deeper yeah. layer is. Okay, so you didn't know what you well, wanted to do. Well, because my parents kind of gave up on their things, and they just kind of, and it's also kind of that generation, just to get a job and keep it for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And just go through and care for the family kind of thing. So that's I kind of picked that up too from them not pursuing their dreams. Okay, so you were kind of conditioned yeah. to fit within that. I don't want to say rat race because that um, conjures an image of a very fast pace. When it, when we're like that, it goes at a very slow pace, and it's difficult yeah. to create change in our life. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. conditioned by parents. Got you. Okay. Let me go in one more time, make sure I get it all. And he's saying, no, I can take it out. Okay, I'm going to remove this for you. Just keep in mind that a lot of times, often for many of us, if there's a certain emotion or coping mechanism or defense mechanism that we feel has value and still serves us in some way, you do have the ability to pull it back in. So it's my hope that this will be a permanent removal for you. But just know that you do have that power. You do have that ability. Okay? Okay. So here we go. I'm going to go in energetically. And if if you'd like a visual, ladies and gentlemen, picture an invisible Charlotte hand just reaching into your heart center. (laughs) And the energy is like a dense ball. And that's why there's weight to it. It is energy, yes, but there is density to it. So we can get that feeling of being weighed down. Okay. So I have this. Okay, yes, and it's yellow. So that second chakra. Pretty good size, too. There wasn't a lot of inspiration. Okay, that is out. So to give you a further visual, what I do when I remove those things is I place it in Jesus' hands, and he dissolves it, vaporizes it. He knows what to do with it. We don't. We'll we'll just keep it for ourselves thinking it belongs to us. But he knows what to do, and he just dissolves that for you. Okay. So let me go in and see what comes next. There's anger. 
Were you an only child, or did you just feel alone? I was the baby, so yeah, I was alone by the time I came around. Oh, you were you were a late late baby, like yeah. a change of life baby. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so they were considerably older or almost out of the house by the time you even knew how to spell your name. Yeah, got yeah. you. Okay, this bothered you in that the thoughts that I'm feeling from it are that you thought a lot that kind of like this isn't what I wanted, this isn't the life I wanted. And it shouldn't yeah. be this way. A lot of resistance to your circumstances, okay? And that creates a scenario. You've heard the phrase, I'm sure, what we resist persists. Right. And so there's this battle against being alone, feeling isolated, or having something of an, an insular existence, like you're an island and it's all up to you. Make sense? Yes, yes. Okay, good. Now that you recognize it? You see the yeah, I mean, for sure, habit. I wasn't I wasn't supported by my parents either, so I was an island. I did have to take care of myself. Yeah, I can feel it. Um, I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. I had to, too, and yeah. I understand. So in taking this out, it definitely takes that reverberating feeling of why is it always left up to me. But right. people like us, we also um, evolve in such a way that we start to believe that. And mm. When it comes to connecting with spirit, we feel that since it's all up to us on this plane, then right. it's all up to us and we pull away from them and we don't mm. allow them to carry us or see us through situations as effectively as we would if we didn't have this belief in our subconscious mind that unless you do it for yourself, it's not going to happen. Make sense? Yeah. 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 Fascinating. So I have to jump in and add one more thing that, when we look at our families, our family dynamic is one where we are looking for acceptance, support, um, recognition, reward for good behavior, things of that nature, right? Right. Okay, now look at your career. As you apply for a job, as you look for a different industry to get into, you're going to be looking for those very same things, acceptance, right. recognition, support, reward. Okay, so the family dynamic carries over to the work environment. So whatever is mm-hmm. inside us with this hopelessness, um, feeling that you can't achieve it, right? And then feeling like you don't feel supported and you're all by yourself. This might, if you if you look back, you might recognize a pattern of maybe it wasn't exactly that way in a workplace, but it felt that way. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Okay. So, yeah. so when it comes to your career and the creativity expanding, this the direction I want to take you in as you equate that family dynamic with the career you want to get into because as you follow that application, you're saying, please accept me. When they mm-hmm. do, they bring you in, they, they offer you an exchange in the form of money, benefits, mm-hmm. um, opportunity for advance back on it. There's promise and there's hope. But then once you get in there, you kind of mesh with that, quote, family dynamic and culture of the company. Then you start to realize familiar um, energetic interactions with people. Some people might remind you of your mother with their behavior or the way they feel when they're in the room. You know what I mean? Other people, like for those who have uh, siblings close to them and might have experienced sibling rivalry, you get that rivalry going who's competing for the raise and the promotion and all that stuff. So I just want to paint that broad picture at the beginning of the show. So in case we hit this. Um, 
area again so far as career that you have this information to um, have a, a clear picture. Okay, so let me go in and get this anger out of there, and then we'll see what comes up next. Yes, and that's red. That's certainly first chakra, which result, um, which refers to survival. By survival, mm-hmm. I let me stretch that and and share additional definitions. A lot of times. We know the thoughts that ricochet around in our minds, and many of them, especially growing up, can be, why is my life like this? And especially if you turn 13. Once those, the lower chakras open up, then you start demanding answers and you get angry. Why is my life like this? Why isn't it this way? We compare ourselves to others and say, well, I want that. That's better than what I have, that kind of thing. So in terms of looking at the landscape of your life, that's what this part of survival means not so much a life or death situation. Make sense? Yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. Take this out. Okay. There's a competitiveness, but it's wobbly. What I mean by that is that you felt driven and you knew that if you wanted to do well, you'd have to be on the cutting edge or um, a contender, you know, for whatever it is you wanted to do. And this also applied to school as well. Um, I want to say later, like in the later years of high school. So there's this competitive, but you used it out of, this is a coping mechanism to help you get beyond the feeling of not being worthy. Make sense? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. So, so you become the more, the more unworthy we feel, the more competitive we get and more driven because we're trying to supersede that and achieve in spite of our feelings about ourselves. Okay, so that makes sense to you then? Yes. Good, then I can take it out. Okay, here we go. Go on, baby, go on. Okay, let me check mm-hmm. in with him and see what he wants me to do next with this. Inner child, Okay. Do some inner child work. Oh, yeah. I want to paint the picture for you. You have the heart center, correct? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, like I said, it's love, self-love, money, energy, all that. That's great. Heartache, you know, that all sits there. What also sits in that area of, of the physical and energetic bodies is the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind creates our experiences based on the beliefs. The subconscious mind does not know the truth between fact and fiction. So whatever we tell it, such as I am not worthy, I am unable, any negative belief, it doesn't know that it's not true. It just takes it, plants it, and then you start to generate experiences in your life. Um, A good example for that is like people with abandonment issues. If they think they're worthy of abandonment, they will be abandoned eventually, and they feel like it proves them right. But it's really just reflecting back to them, this is what you need to let go of. Okay. In that same area is the energy of the inner child. For me, at first it presents as a dense ball of energy, and it's got like a murky greenish charcoal, charcoal gray color to it, especially if there's like sadness. It kind of just tells me, okay, there's depth of sadness and loss here. These are all in the same area, so it's no surprise to learn that this is the area that truly is generating our experiences with that triad of components. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just wanted to, again, make a 
paint a broad picture so I don't have to repeat that too many times in the future. Okay, here we go. Let me see what we find with little Anne and see what's going on with her. There's a lot of tears. Tears of the inner child. Okay. I'm going to ask that she give these to me, and I'm going to clean those up. I'm looking at a lot of crying at night after, like, you were put to bed as a child, and the light gets turned out, and the door gets closed. Do you understand what that's about? Yes. Okay. This was like a ritual for you. This was this was your time of day to let it all out. There was a lot of tension. For such a little kid, there was a lot of stress for you. True? Um, yeah, but it was, uh, yeah, I guess I'm, it was not that conscious, but I just felt it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But I'm feeling it. Okay. Yeah. Let me see what, let me see what else is here. You felt left behind. And a lack of belonging. You didn't feel like you belonged. This is also contributing to those tears. Do you recognize it? Yes. Okay. Let me see if this is complete. I can clean this up. Wow. Okay. All right. So what I'm looking at now is the picture like a little soul inside you, and that starts to stir and kind of have a spike in energy. Okay, now I can see her as a child, and she's holding her throat. Do you know what that means? Uh, no, hands. but I always have uh, I always have throat issues, coughs, and lung issues and stuff. Okay. She's holding them with both hands like she's being choked. Mm, nothing. That would be metaphorical. It's nothing. Yes, absolutely. Physical, but it, yeah. Yeah. it's like um, not being able to swallow your experiences. You could use all those all the words that that match a scenario of um, not being able to swallow um, what someone said or criticism that was handed to you or judgment that was placed on your head. Um, feeling like you're suffocating under the weight of let me pick the right word. Let me tap into your mom and dad real quick. It's like, it's like oppression. And it was uh-huh. very heavy. And so it's like suffocating under the weight of their negative Outlook on life. There's the words. Does that make sense? Ah. Yeah, and uh, it was a lot of silence. They, It was all that happening, and nobody talked about it. Okay. So non-communication. So you didn't yeah. have any help making sense of what you were thinking and feeling. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just taking a few notes. I'd like to make sure of where I'm going with this. All right. Now that I have a clear understanding, and so do you, now I can help with this. Okay. I got her to take her hands away from her throat. Okay. Suffocation. There's the creativity aspect. Ah. It was orange, came out orange. That second chakra, that's creativity. That's where you feel um, stifled and unable Ah. to grow and stretch, okay? It was from that feeling of Ah. having to wade through this thick 
picture the air is like a thick paste and it's like, why can't I breathe? Why can't I feel free? Right. And oh, so it didn't right. to cultivate and stretch and grow and get mm. all that creative energy flowing. It was stifled because of this emotion. Okay. So, and that makes sense because to a child, if you feel blocked at every turn, then eventually you're just going to stop trying. You can't take your projection. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Right, right. All right, so let me get, okay, I got that. Okay, now let me get the non-communication. Right. That was blue. That's out. So help me with the with non-communication in the years that followed. What kind of communications did you have? Did you have people that misunderstood you a lot? Or that you had to extract information from, like you have to beg for an explanation, that kind of thing? Um, Their pattern no, it's probably, probably more of me, um, ex, you know, just expressing myself. Okay. Or, you know, pursuing what I wanted, showing what I really wanted to do or pursuing what I wanted to do. Okay. Good deal. Let me check in with him. He's saying go to the third chakra. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm going to go to your third chakra now. Okay. She's good for now. Let me, let me just... Make sure she's all right. Oh, so sweet. Okay, she's a little happier. She's smiling. Um, naturally, <laughs> you know this is this is going to be quick in comparison to a full session, but um, she's at least smiling. So I do think that you'll wake up tomorrow feeling a little, little more right. peaceful. And now he wants me to go into your third chakra and adjust some things as this pertains to your career. Okay. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Decision making. Mm. Okay, you don't trust yourself a lot because growing up, it's not as though, and I'm feeling this as well, and, and I recognize it because I have a similar situation. Did you feel like, not to disrespect your parents, I would never do that. But did you feel like they weren't the type of personalities you needed? Like you might have needed a stronger personality to say, here are your options. Here's what will happen if you choose this. Here's where you should go. This is probably your best bet. And get that guidance on how to make clear, decisive, uh, good decisions. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. It was all trial and error by myself. There you go. So when we go through that trial and error and hit those and learn on the fly with each distinct situation, even with um, getting along with others and and how to respond to someone on a telephone, all the things that I had to learn over the years. The more I learned, the more I realized I didn't trust myself at all. So I had to cultivate skills to get along with people. You know what I mean? And navigate that. So, okay. So we got the trust. We got the decision-making. Okay. Guidance. And there's one more. There's a fear of it crumbling, that you'll get something um, up off the ground or going strong. Feels good. Feels like you're getting ready to soar, and then it comes crashing Mm. down. You're afraid of it crashing down and falling apart. Yes? Yeah, it's starting all over again. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So there's that experience of loss that, um, in spite of 
feelings of low self-worth and low self-esteem, there's knowledge in your head that, yes, I can do this. I have skill. I have talent. I've got this type of personality. I've got drive. And then you do that, but then it's kind of like an undertow where the fear of it falling apart kind of pulls you under and it happens anyway. So it's almost like realizing your greatest fear, despite all this courage that you demonstrated in manifesting that. Right. Right. So, so that's the final element of this one energy with your third chakra. Okay. So let me get this all out. Decision-making. Ooh, I felt that. Okay. Trust in self. Okay. Need for guidance. Okay. And fear of crumbling. Now with regard to the guidance, where I want you to go, the direction I want to Mm -hmm. take you in is to where you can trust your own guidance and you don't need Mm -hmm. anything outside of you to say, bad idea, not recommended. This is what happened to me, you know, and be self-sufficient, not so much in the way as you were as a child having to take care of yourself and basically raise yourself, but self-sufficient in that you are fully, wholly connected to spirit and Mm, willing and able to hear that guidance. And then you can accept it and move forward with it confidently and time after time after time, see it work out the way it's supposed to and be happy about it. This is the transition. You're having a night and day. You're having a twilight experience and yeah. I love, I'm going to go back to your use of the word bridge you're having a twilight experience in that all of that all that you have experienced up till now is in morph zone you know it's, it's changing and, and flexing now you get to kind of step from swampy ground onto concrete and walk steadily <laughs> great what did you like that choice of words that I had to use swampy ground for you yes that was good <laughs> okay yeah, and different words for different people, and I I rarely say the the same thing twice. Okay, yeah. so I got all of this. Okay, so we need connection to spirit. So I'm going to be doing something with your third eye. I suspect with spirit. Okay, he wants me to go. I'm the facilitator. He's the director. Throat. Okay. Throat. Third eye. And brain. Okay. So three more things for you, and then I'll move on to another caller, honey. All right. First thing is in your throat. He wants me to take out any blocks to expression and being able to receive, he's saying. So ability to receive. Beautiful. Okay. Let me get that. Any blocks to expression? Okay, and the ability to receive. Ooh. I'm seeing something else. Give me a second. Fire. What can you equate with fire? Do you get sore throats, burning throat, uh, acid reflux, anything having to do with heat? Oh, yeah. That what's, what's going on? Just very sensitive to acid. Acid, okay. Yeah. All right, it's kind of like emotional bile is what I want to call it. Mm-hmm. It's in there. Okay, and that's and that's un- 
probably another reason why your inner child was choking her own throat trying to alert me mm. to this. Yeah. Never picture the inner child as an as an unknowledgeable kid. It's right. actually a, ref, a reflection of your soul in addition to your psyche as you grow up. So it's this it's a combination of the higher self and lower self in one energy if that makes sense. Yeah. So that Let me, acid mm-hmm. is connected to a certain chakra or that's just like all that old emotions. It's it's old emotions. But keep in mind, when we talk about somebody pressing our buttons uh-huh. or having a reaction to something, we're not reacting to what's in front of us. It's just an old emotion or energy that's been reactivated. That's what reaction right. is. So mm-hmm. when, when you say, um, let me paint a picture that everybody can relate to. So say you go to work, wherever that is. Somebody says or does something. And even though on the outside it may seem minor, the reaction you have on the inside is major, and then here comes the heartburn or whatever you mm-hmm. experience, right? Now, it's it's not so much that what they did, quote, made you feel that way. What they did reminded you of the way you feel deep down inside and have all along, and there's the flare-up. It's like pouring mm-hmm. kerosene on the flame that's already there for you, okay? Yeah. Uh, I'm taking that out. Okay. That'll give you some relief. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, got the throat. Third eye. Okay, I want any blocks to intuition, self-awareness, self-knowledge, vision, spiritual vision. Got it. Okay. Now he wants me to do the technique called brain balancing. Have you heard me do this on the show? Um, No, not that one. Okay. Brain it's real balancing. quick. Yep, it's real quick. You have the two hemispheres right. on the brain, right? Uh-huh. Sometimes they don't get along. One's worried about hopes and fears. One's worried about the future and, and achieving, and they're not in sync. And so we feel wobbly. We, you know, our, our thoughts are, are all over the place, or we have trouble focusing, or we feel overwhelmed. We certainly do not feel calm and centered, right? And that's right. because when those hemispheres of the brain are out of sync, it's called a consciousness split. So how can we mm-hmm. feel whole when our mind is so divided, so to speak? Right. Right? Okay. So in order to do the technique, all I have to do is ask you three quick questions. You answer them to the best of your ability. There are no wrong answers. It's just a matter of digging deep and getting to the truth within. Right? Then I can yeah. clear those out and then balance the brain and then heal that consciousness split. Okay? First question okay. is very simple. And generally, the answer is pretty much right there at the front of your mind. What in life scares you the most? Mm. What do you feel terror mm-hmm. when at the prospect? I guess pursuing old dreams. Life out of you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you resist the most? What is it about you that you push away? Is it commitment? Is it, um, let me give you some examples. Like commitment, is it um, love? Is anything like that? What do you push away from you? Even if it's the one thing you want the most. 
um, abundance. Okay. I'm also getting freedom for you. Well, yeah, that's where you what I might, want the most. Where you might have a pattern of, in order to be happy, you have to be in a cage. Make sense? Mm. Yeah, that'd be a parent. That's a parent thing. Yeah. Or a cubicle. Or an office. Or a factory. Oh, I, right? I want, yeah. I want everybody to well, hear those words. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, definitely. I got rid of that 10 years ago. So I, I, Good. Yeah. Good, but it's yeah. good for everybody to hear. Because a lot of yeah. people, over the years, you know, working with people, a lot of people have this belief that relationships are something that you become locked into. Then it's like a mm. cage or a prison. Mm. And right. and other people, we, you know, we, we translate that over to the job where unless you're tied down, then you're not being responsible, that kind of thing. Right. It feels to me that you want something that does have more freedom and gives you more freedom of movement, choices, and not so much having someone over your head micromanaging you and mm-hmm. making decisions that affect your life. You want that ability for yourself, correct? Yeah, I've always done entrepreneurial things. Perfect, and that's what the freedom will give you. Okay, final question. Yeah. What is it about you, your personality, the way you operate that impedes your progress the most? Fear. Okay. There's more. Uh, Lack of confidence. Okay. One more. Um, Not a strong foundation. Okay, not a strong foundation. Okay, I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to give you a hint. Right, this is this is a byproduct of that lack of foundation. Mm. And what it is is, let me put it this way: What is it that you don't do? Um, I don't take quick actions. I think too long to right. decide something. The word I wrote down is inaction. So yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. You spend, you spend considerable time looking at it, analyzing it, dissecting it. Is yeah. this going to work? Question it, turn it over, examine it. Exactly. And then I would suspect that several times or more in your life, when you went to go do whatever it is you were going to do, it was kind of too late. Yes? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like you yeah. lost the opportunity? Uh-huh. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's okay. sad. That makes sense. Okay. All right. So – these are the three things that are kind of um, triangulating and keeping this out of a uniform movement. So I'm going to go in and take this out, okay? So I'm just going to go into your head. Okay. Hmm. Feels like you're looking for a shot at redemption. Like, I can tell you who I am. I can prove it. Okay. Abundance, resisting abundance and freedom. Okay. And then fear, lack of confidence, and inaction. Okay. But what I'm going to do now is put light in your head. Fill it all up. You might feel it. You might not, depending on how sensitive you are. Okay. Get this into balance. Good. Heal that up. Okay. You're done. Now take a breath. Tell me how it feels to breathe. Yeah, it's just my head feels still feels hot actually. I don't know if you okay. can clear out more heat from my head, but it's probably good a good way. But it did it just feel get hot when yet. I did that? Yeah. It, yeah. Just now. Okay, let me see if I can. But it's uncomfortable for you. 
The top of my head, yeah. Top of your head. Oh, okay. Let me see if there's a block. Yeah, there's a fear of um, major change. Small change ah. you're comfortable with. There's a fear of major change in your crown chakra. And that's what's making the heat up. Okay. Let me get that out. Breathe. You equate major change with upheaval. Mm, oh, yeah. No, Oof, fixing yeah. the crown chakra. Now I feel that better. Okay, my good. It's going away. Forehead feels a lot less. Uh, yes. Yeah, definitely. there's energy pouring out. Okay, so what I did was I took the crown chakra, which is in an upward direction, and pulled it up into its proper position. It was squashed oh. kind of down into your head. And that what that oh. is is like fear of life. Picture holding your hands above your head like the sky is falling. Fear of God, oh. fear of spirit, fear of life, fear of the future, what's going to happen to me, what's going to fall on me now, that kind of feeling. And it does damage to the crown chakra kind of pushes it down. So I pulled it out, got it, and now energy's coming out of it nice and easy. So, yeah. Whew. Good. Very well done. You did really good with the technique. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for spending all that time. And that I'll, Would it help if I listened, went through that again, like listen to it, the show again? And Absolutely. And take notes because yeah, this is what, this is what I pulled out at surface level, right? Right. As you hear it, and with the intention that you want to heal. Yeah. Your body and your subconscious mind and your higher self, they all know what you're trying to do. So that information will come up and it will present. Picture breaking up a little bit of concrete to allow something to come up from beneath the surface that's been buried a long time. Mm. Oh, that's so good. So you may have some work to do and you may need to shed some tears. Keep in mind that right. when this is very heavy stuff. Right, and when we uh-huh. let go of heavy, heavy things, right? When we let go of major things, the body follows suit because the body is a reflection of the mind. Mm. The mind is the cause; right. the body is the effect. Right? Okay. So right. when on, on the causal level, you're letting go of all this isolation and tears and hopelessness, then the body's going to follow suit. So it's going to start to let go too, but it can only let uh-huh. go. Um, well, it can let go energetically. It can certainly do that. Um, I woke up yesterday with a sprained wrist and now it's a hundred percent fine, but wow. it will let go in the way that it knows because when we're holding stuff in, it holds stuff in for us, such as tears, such as sinus trouble. If mm. you experience sinus trouble. So you may experience tears, um, sinus drainage, frequent trips to the bathroom, sweat, doesn't matter, but there is a document on my website. Uh, on, under the free downloads and, and in the other area with the with the options for the sessions, there's a document to download, and that has techniques to help you support this and support the shift that you'll be experiencing over the next week or so. You're going to go through Great. it for about eight days. It's going to take for okay. all this to integrate because it's so intense for you. But I want you to think about change, and I want you to um, rip that definition mm. apart and say change yeah. is not upheaval. Even if you have to write this over and over like a child's punishment, Change is not upheaval. Change is good. That's what I'm looking at, like somebody writing something the 200 Simpsons, times. The beginning of the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bart at the blackboard. So so in writing that, that affirms that in your mind and makes it concrete. Change is not upheaval. Change is good. Change is supportive. So mm-hmm. if you want to cross this bridge to a new land of freedom and abundance, 
Yeah. You can't get there, look around and say, this isn't what I expected. None of this is familiar to me. It's scary. I'm going back. Mm, right. That's what you want to avoid. That was the past. Yeah. But when we get into new territory and it's unfamiliar, it's frightening because we right. operate best with what we know. Um, yeah. Feeling isolated and, and experiencing that persistent struggle to achieve. That becomes comfortable for some of us. Until we get tired of it and say, you know what, struggle serves no purpose other than to tell me not to struggle. And then we say, okay, I'm going to be abundant. I'm going to be free. I'm going to call my own shots. I'm going to be successful, develop good relationships, and all that goes with that, right? You're right. Okay, that's what you should focus on and, and reverse, cancel out, and rewrite your definition of change that it brings to you, your heart's desires. Uh-huh. Okay? Okay. Alrighty. Thank you very much. Whew. Thanks you so much. You're welcome. Thanks Take care. Bye. Bye bye. Okay. Let me check in for one brief second. All right, area code nine one seven. Thank you for your patience. Welcome. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, how you doing? My name is Tim from New York. How's it going today? Hey Tim. Do I know you? Uh we spoke once. Uh I think I spoke with the other gentleman Jimmy back once. Mm-hmm. I had a session had with a you session. too, didn't I? Uh, it's quite possible. It's quite possible. I, I was trying to think if we had a session or not. Um, I think we had a session on the show. I don't know if we had a private one. I couldn't actually remember. Uh, yeah. But uh, I was listening to what you said about things returning, and um, I don't know. I'm still. Tr- I feel like uh, so much of what you said to the previous quarter was uh, relevant to me. I okay. tried to figure things out professionally there. Uh, it was suggested to me yesterday when I spoke to somebody on a different blog blog that I still had some, uh, some self-esteem and child work type things going on. Some heart chakra meditation was suggested. Okay. So if you could tell me what you see. Uh, I'll, I'll do your heart chakra meditation for you. Okay. So it was self-esteem, childhood, um, heart chakra meditation was recommended. Well, yes. Well, they just mentioned, uh, yes, that they uh, they were getting things that I still had some things that I need to uh, resolve slash clear, which I thought I cleared. But it's funny, I just heard you talk about how sinuses, uh, I suffer from sinus congestion allergies like 24-7. I know I can hear it. A little, uh, yeah, you can okay. only hear it when I'm talking. Yeah, uh, right I'm away. I'm curious what spirit to tell you as far as mm-hmm. where I am. So I'm going to go into the heart center, and then I'm going to go into your third chakra to try to alleviate the sinus condition, okay? Okay. Let me check one thing. Bear with me one second. Does your last name begin with the letter B? Yep. Mm-hmm. Around time. So I don't have time to look at your notes. Let's just start fresh. And if anything pops into your memory of what we talked about before in December, then you can let me know. But I'm going to start fresh so that everybody gets a sense of how this works. Okay. Let me check in, see what he wants me to do. Okay. He's saying that the person you spoke to was rather knowledgeable and appreciates the recommendations that that person made. And I can complete 
um, what is needed. So first thing we're going to do is we're going to go, in, go into the heart center. So open your heart center as big as you can. First thing I'm getting is self-denial. Uh, denial? That's self-denial. Mm-hmm. It's um, having <sighs> to do with who you are at your core, like core knowledge. So what it feels like is that when you were young, you had a pretty good sense of who you were and how it works, but life got turbulent, and then you you started to become – more victim conscious driven. Does that make sense? I can go deeper if those uh, yeah. words aren't the right ones. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So there was a point you were young. You weren't even 14 yet. But there was a point where you kind of felt like, what's the use? I give up. Like there was some kind of struggle to be heard or do what you wanted to do. You felt restricted. Like, you, was it that you couldn't make your own choices? That feels right. Did you have other people making choices for you and where your life went? Uh, yeah, my parents, they did the best they could. Uh, but some of the choices, I guess, that were made a world probably best for the family didn't necessarily fit best for me. Got you. Okay. That's third chakra. Okay, so we know where the self-denial is coming from. Now that you recognize it, I can get rid of it for you, okay? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Just saw a big burst of light. Okay, now he wants me to go into the third chakra. Okay. Limitations. Limitations is number one, restrictions. There were experiences where when you made a choice or a decision or just, you know, decided to do something and it went wrong and you took the full brunt of the blame, like you really beat yourself up about things that go wrong. Do you recognize that? Uh, Yes, I do recognize that. There's a lot of self-blame. Okay. See what else? There's inner crying. This is where the sinus sinus cavities are affected. And I'll explain it. Picture the inside of a, a, a chakra, like you're looking into a tube, and then it has walls to the cylindrical shape. Now picture that it has a lining like a sinus cavity, and it weeps with moisture, right? This is all things that we bury. You know, we have to get on with our lives. We're adults now. We can't sit and cry about what happened in seventh grade anymore. We just kind of, we use the words, let it go, forgive and forget. But oftentimes we don't actually do that. We do say, what are you going to do? I can't change it. And we put it out of our minds. That is for many of us, our version of forgive and forget. Or let me say it a different way. Even with our best intentions to forgive and forget, the most we achieve is to extract the volatility of the event and put it out of our mind so we can move forward. However, as we're demonstrating in the show, 
that residue remains and we carry it with us. We just block it out. So with this inner crying and these other three, the limitations, the restrictions, and the self-blame, this is what's contributing to your sinus condition. It's basically an indication of like a sadness you can't put your finger on or something that is emotions that are weighing you down. Does this make sense, Tim? Uh, yes, it makes sense. Okay, good. Excellent. So now that you recognize it, I can take it out. Okay, let me go. I'm going to do one by one to make sure this is really thorough. So limitations. That was in your third eye as well, limitations. Got that out. Okay, restrictions. Again, related to the third eye, self-blame. Yep, got it. Okay, inner crying. Okay, this got down into the second chakra as well, which would impact creativity, relationships, career. Okay, I'll leave it at that, but I have to get that out of there. Do you experience a lot of dead ends in life? Like it feels like you're going somewhere and then there's a sadness at the end of a lot of things. Like have you lost jobs or left jobs with a feeling of sadness? Where does that tie in? Can you help me understand that? Uh, Well, I've kind of just uh, been stuck in jobs, so to say, in my current one for the last five years where – Yes, uh, I would love to be in a different position where I'm treated fairly and compensated better, but I'm just not sure where to go. So it's like I'm right. not sure where to go, so I stay here, but it's going to be miserable, but I'm not yes. sure what to do, but I want to pay bills. Okay, so you hang in with the misery to be stable. <clears throat> Correct, because I'm not sure where to go. So yes. Okay, got it. I can, you know, when I see it, I don't need a full understanding, but if you can describe it, you know, in your own words, then there is that clarity, and then I can remove it. Okay, so I'm getting all that out. Yeah, Clearing that up. Is the, uh, the self-doubt uh, and the self-blame, because I didn't finish college, or my peers are mm-hmm. uber successful mm-hmm. and set their careers at this point, and I'm just like, what am I doing? Right. So you need direction. Correct, yeah. Okay. Let me see what's blocking direction. It's just fear of making a mistake. And you have to tell yourself, you know, it's okay to make mistakes. Don't let – me, let me talk about mistakes for a minute. You know how they say there are no mistakes? It's uh-huh. true. It's true. And And I'm going to go A Course in Miracles now. It's true. There are no mistakes, but what we can do is make choices that result in scenarios in our lives that we're totally unhappy with. In that case, it's called a miscreation. So we've made a choice that whether we thought it was or was not in our best interest and made it anyway, we make a choice and then it manifests in something opposite of what we were trying to achieve. And so that's a miscreation. So when it comes to making mistakes, I like to pull back the definition so that you have an understanding of hopefully without too much to lose 
like if there's a different thing you want to try, a different career, a different industry, that you can test that out or investigate it at least without there not being any perceived damage if it doesn't work out. And you can't look at that as a mistake. You, that was an exploration to see if it was a good fit for you. You have to be more positive about it. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you have to go into your discovery phase and say, what? ask yourself and ask spirit, what would really make me happy? And no matter what that outcome looks like, check it out with, a, with curiosity and that childlike you know, enthusiasm. Because with our conditioning over the decades, we think we know. But many of us don't. You know what I mean? What what would make us truly happy probably has never entered our mind or it's something that we run from consistently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Can you say my first name, Tim? Uh, Christina? Just say my first name. Uh, Christina? Charlotte? I mean, Charlotte. I'm so sorry. Charlotte Spicer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's me. Do you notice the difference in new sciences? Um, They're freed up a bit. Not yet. I can hear A little it. bit on one side. Yeah, a little bit yeah. on one side. The airflow is improved. Mm-hmm. I, I can hear it. I had um, many, many years of voice instruction, so I can't not hear it. But, yeah, um, I can okay. – it's shifting in there, even if you can't feel it or, or hear it yet, but it's shifting in there. So I just wanted to point that out to you because I noticed such a difference. Okay. So with the direction, the fear of making a mistake, let me go in and get that out. Also keep in mind that things don't turn around overnight. There are some things that you have to cultivate. You have to grow them. You have to um, put in the energy and the effort. You know what I mean? Not saying you don't or you wouldn't, but I have to make mention sometimes take time to fall into place, grow, that kind of thing. It's something I need to remind you of, okay? Yeah. Does it bother you when I say that? Because does it feel like, oh, no, what is she saying? Like, I have to be patient. It's going to take a long time. Where's the resistance right there? What were you just thinking? Um, I was thinking that, okay, uh, I was looking for maybe relief in a couple of months. and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It'll get there. That, that makes it sound like it could be, you know. Right. You know, it, it'll be it'll be longer than a couple of months, but it's within this year. I'm allowed to give you that, okay? Your curiosity of life can't give you can't give you all the timelines because you have to you have to really practice that that focus and exercise the muscle of trust and just keep going and just trust and know that you can do this because you can, but. It's not so much, you know, yeah, oh, I can have healing work done and I get all this information and then poof, everything changes. There's that application and building that muscle of trust and self-respect, that kind of thing that goes with that, with that confidence and um, inner knowing that you truly can manifest what you want. Okay? All right. Okay. Let me see if there's anything else you'd like me to do. Did that. Okay. I cleaned up your second chakra, too. Alignment. Okay. He wants me to get your chakras in alignment real quick. Okay. I'll do that real fast. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Number one. Oh, and Mother Mary would like to speak. 
Okay. Mother Mary wants me to relay a message to you. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. She's saying, thank you, Charlotte. How wonderful for Tim that he gets to be included in this momentum. Many on the planet are learning detailed facts about manifestation. Many want to learn more. Tim will be an excellent example of this. Once on the other side, so to speak, of that effort to manifest and learning to disregard anything that would discourage you when he comes out on the other side, he will be in a position to teach others. We are all here to support you, Tim. Namaste. Okay, so what she's saying is you're going to learn so much from this this year that you could be like a beacon of light for others who are feeling the way you've been feeling the past few years. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Beautiful. Okay, let me get you into alignment. Here we go. One, two, three. There's some damage to your third chakra. Let me fix that up. Okay, got it. Four, five, Blocks to intuition. Take that out. Yeah, there's more indecisiveness. Okay. And then seven. Great. You're in good shape. How do you feel? Good. That's terrific. Well, it's nice to hear your voice again. I've been wondering how you've been. Well, thank you so much, so I appreciate it. You're very welcome. You take good care, Tim, okay? All right, you guys. All right, thanks for calling in. All right. Let me see what else I can do. Zero four, I'm going to bring you on next. Welcome. Thank you for your patience. You've been hanging out quite a while. What's your name? I am Charlene. Thank you so much. Hi, Charlene. So I'm just finishing a mouthful of food. So. Oh, that's okay. What, where are you calling yeah. from? I'm calling from uh, Vancouver area in British Columbia. In oh, Canada. Nice. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. And what's going on with you today? How can I help? Oh, um, I'm just uh, in the midst, uh, probably best description of it is recovering through, uh, I'll say complex post-trauma. There's been a lot of things that have gone on in my world. Okay. And when I, as I reflect, go ahead, okay, go ahead. Charlotte? As you reflect what? Can you hear me? Oh, as yes, I hear you. As I reflect, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, great. <laughs> as I reflect on my life, um, I feel like I understand where it's coming from, and it's to do with my childhood, but there's been just a repeat pattern, um, a sense of acceptance within my family and my loved ones. That's That's probably the deepest pain that I, I could mm-hmm. say that I've got. And um, I'm just trying to be mindful of what I'm creating here and what I'm asking for. Um, are I'm you really appreciating that you're pureness. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Are you kind of like the odd one out or the black sheep for 
different reasons than you would expect? Um, like you don't fit I, in? Is it that they don't accept you? Yes, I would agree with them. I would agree with them. Mm-hmm. Does it feel futile, like they never will get futility? No, there's there's times when I feel like I'm understood, and I'm, I'm not, never completely sure if it's projection or if it's reality on my part that 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 they're accepting me or that that I'm assuming I'm being judged and not accepted. I'm not certain of that one. Okay. All right. I'm going to make a note of that and see where I can find it. I do feel the futility. Um, it's probably just your exasperation with the pattern that's there, you know? If you're experiencing yes. repeat patterns and then, you know, you, we get really tired of it and it's like, you know, it's hard to keep trying sometimes. Okay. Well, take a deep breath. Open your heart center. Let me go in and see what we find, and we'll do what we can for you today. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Okay, first thing. There's a feeling of being invisible as a child. Do you recognize this? Yes. Okay. Let me go deeper into that. It's coupled with a feeling of being disregarded. Like your needs weren't met. It's true. There's anger associated with it. Like um like you weren't Okay, I'm picking up mom energy. Okay. Do you have a lot of kids? I have three. No, does she? Did she? Oh, did she? Did she? Uh, she? I have one one sibling. She had one stillbirth uh, before I was born. Okay. So three. Okay. Got it. It doesn't feel like motherhood was gave your mom the warm fuzzy she expected. I'll say it that way. <laughs> so it so it feels like when it came to meeting your needs, emotional physical, whatever that was, there was energy behind it that felt like she was mad at you. Do you recognize this? Yeah. She wasn't. There might have been things that annoyed her, because she she was overwhelmed, I think, a lot. But most of it was not directed at you. Anything that was directed at you, you would have a clear understanding of what you had done to warrant that, you know, like when we know when we're bad, we know when we deserve the punishment we get. What hurts is when we feel this kind of like angry indifference from a parent who is overwhelmed and we don't understand their situation and we take it on ourselves and we feel that we are being rejected. Make sense? Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's where it is. Okay. All right. Now that you see this, fully and you might see how it has manifested in other areas of your life do you are you making the connection with acceptance no from others? no no okay let me help you no okay oh okay i think i think i i, I think i get i can't articulate it but i i think i get the emotion okay um 
can you see any instances in your adult life where you felt like you weren't seen or heard or were disregarded or uh, were blamed for needing something from someone else? Yes, I do. There it is. Perfect. Okay. Now that you see that, you see the impact that this had on you, right? So now I can take this out and those things fade away, okay? Because there's no more button to press. Did you hear me earlier saying, you know, when people push our buttons, they're reactivating an emotion from the past, right? Exactly. So the people in front of us are reflecting what's in us, right? And, we, and they're our best teachers because we summon them to show us what we need to work on in ourselves. So if there's this invisibility and um, disregard for our feelings and our needs, then that person is reflecting back what's already in us. It, it, it's rarely something new, you know what I mean? So then once yeah. I remove the cause, then the mirror reflects back something different, something much more pure, and you get to experience those relationships at a higher level, a higher vibration. Okay, so let me get this out. Wow. Okay, this is coming out of the second, third, fourth, and fifth chakras. Beautiful. Okay, let me go in and see what else we find. There's resentment. Your, the sibling that you have, did that sibling come after you, and did you have to take care of that child more than you felt you should have had to? Yes. Uh-huh. And is that your little sister? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh. When did you find out that mom had another baby before you? I feel like I've always been on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's what I'm feeling. Kept secret. Mm-hmm. Right, here's what I'm picking up on, and I'm go- I want to translate it as respectfully as I can. Okay. Um, there's another layer to this resentment. I don't know that you're conscious of it. Perhaps you are. There's the resentment that you had more responsibility than probably should have been put on you to take care of your little sister. In your mind, what happened was that resentment also was directed at the older sibling that was stillborn because if they had not been stillborn, it would have been their responsibility and not yours. Make sense? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know if you're conscious of it, but that's what I'm translating. Yeah. I I couldn't say – I wouldn't say that I am. However, I I do take over responsibility with things, so it makes sense that, that I would feel that. On a deeper level, I, I can completely understand that. Uh huh. Uh huh. But but this is also when you were a child. This is this is very old. Yeah. You know, it's very mm-hmm. old. So you've been carrying this around, and it's like responsibility is my punishment. I must take it. You know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I think I think I got it all. Let me take that out. And this is this is more common than you think. Don't. This is not a unique scenario, right? Especially, especially where you know children are expected to take care of their siblings. Um, 
it, it, it affects everybody differently, but for you, it created this. Okay. So. Got it. Okay. Let me see what else we have. Okay. They want me to do a few more things for you, then do an alignment, and then they also want me to, um, it's what I call re-energizing your connection to the higher self. They're saying um, you're not operating fully from the higher self, and it's time. This is a big year of change for a lot of people, and it's time for you to kind of spread your wings, so to speak, and leave all of this trauma behind, and we're going to help you do it, okay? So what I'm getting now is grief. Um, I'm feeling more than one death. Do you know, can you tell me who that is? Oh, yes, yes. Um, You want the name or names? No, you don't have to give me names. You can just say the relationship that you have with the person who who died. Um, My... There's been a few of them, but probably the most painful for me was was my my girl, the girl who she was almost like my sister. I've known her my entire life. She died in June. My son was in a catastrophic accident in June or in August, and his friend sitting behind him died. I had another friend who died in December. Um, there's been maybe a death. What my my ex partner probably killed somebody in in October. And it's connected to me, or related to me, because he was concerned. Anyway, it's it's been a, it's just been like wow. There's been a lot this that's is, gone on. This is pretty intense, and I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, that's yeah. very intense. Yeah. Oh boy, boy, boy. Okay. And I can't escape me, so I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to cope through it, right? And and thrive sure. is what I'd like to do, which is why what what led me to you. <laughs> so now, how you. is your son doing? Brilliantly. Uh, emotionally, not brilliantly, but physically brilliantly. Good. Okay. That's half the battle. You know, is, if he's up and walking, great. Uh, oh, my emotionally, God. Emotionally, emotionally he can heal that. There's help out there. Right. But as long as he's yeah. not in a wheelchair or – but so his friend was in the back seat and the friend died. That's correct. That's horrible. My, my, my. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can feel him coming through right now. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel all of them, and not to make this sound too simplistic, but everything is designed and orchestrated and implemented perfectly. Yes, I know. In this, in this life. Yes. Okay, they're saying for for you, it's about acceptance and letting go that you've had practice with this, but this happened in this short time period to help you really get to the depths of it. And the the benefit of this is to really get you so in alignment with your higher self that you do experience peace. It's kind of like allowing, I'm looking at armor around you and how it cracks and starts to break away that's the process you're going through now with all of these deaths. Right. Picture like, also, I have to throw this in. I don't know if this is for you or another listener, 
but picture being covered in clay and that cracks up and falls apart too. It's that outer shell of attachment they're saying, and then this gets you closer to oneness with yourself and closer to God. Okay. So let me get this grief out. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. Okay. This also affected your third chakra because it gives you a feeling of powerlessness. And I hear, what am I going to do? How am I going to, how do I guide? How do I help? You know what I mean? It's just, what do I do? Make sense? Mm-hmm. In terms of your son and the loss of your friend, it's like, how am I going to live without her? That kind of thing. And then how do you even explain what your ex-partner did? You know? It's not up to you. You have to. That's something you have to let go. That is something you have to. You can't take responsibility for it. There's responsibility right. again. Responsibility is a big right. word for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Okay. They want you to write an essay. Jesus I just did. <laughs> and mother. Oh, you just did on responsibility. Uh, not on responsibility, but to do as my uh, victim impact statement <laughs> because there was an assault on me that happened. So. <laughs> oh, an assault too. Great. Well, you're going oh, through yeah, it. You have, oh, you can't okay. imagine. And I'm leaving the continent here. I just sold my – it's been – it's just been wow. But I'm here. Yeah. You're, you're alive and breathing, right? Okay. To help you understand your attachment to responsibility, they're asking that you write an essay. And what I recommend you do is you write it not so much where you're in a third-person perspective and you're looking at yourself and you say, okay, how do I feel about responsibility? You know, what I recommend to help you get even deeper is write to responsibility as though it's a living, breathing thing, like money. Oh, okay. Like, like relationships, like weight gain, you know. Okay. Any issue in our lives, we can – Communicate with it as though it's a living, breathing thing. And I like to use the phrase, write to it as though it's the one who got away. And you're finally getting a chance to let it all out. And you may, you may need to cry if that's okay. But you need to get why, this, why you're so saturated with this, I'm going to use the words, over-exaggerated over sense of duty to others. Okay? Okay. Yeah. You couldn't have prevented any of these deaths. You didn't do anything to deserve the assault, but you are fighting back, okay? Okay. It's your responsibility to fight back, is it not? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. See where I'm going with this? (laughs) Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. So you start out with, dear responsibility, I hate you. No, no, I changed my mind. I love you. Okay, I have a love-hate relationship with you. And you can go from there and... There's some responsibility that is acceptable, right? But then yes. you want to get to where the acceptable responsibility. And you're feeling that you should have, I'll use the words, but I'll use the words, you should have the answers. But right. it's not your responsibility to explain why it's happened. You can't. That's too much. Because everybody has their own story and it's all converging at once. You can't make sense of these four deaths, the assault, and anything that happened. 
feeling teen months has been turbulent. So you can't beat yourself up over it. You can't change it. But but there's this sense of responsibility where you're taking um not blame. Not blame. You're you're carrying it though in a way that is unhealthy. Right. You see this? I I'm yes. I'm not yes, I finding the words but, but you're carrying it like a yoke. Yeah. And they're saying to take this off you. Okay. I'm gonna take that off you. Thank you. Okay. Mhm, mhm. Okay. Let me go back. Okay, I it was grief, and then it made you feel powerless in your third chakra. We got to all that other stuff. Let me get that out. Powerlessness. Okay. Then we have the over-exaggerated sense of duty. Okay. Okay. Let me see what he wants to do first. Yoke. Okay, we're going to get the picture, you know, like an, like an ox carrying that big wooden thing across their shoulders, and it's like the yoke of responsibility, and it weighs down on you. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you had back pain or neck pain because it's <laughs> difficult. Do you have neck pain? Uh, mm-hmm. And some. Uh-huh. Yes. I hear you, sister. This is where it comes from. You know, and we wonder, like, oh, why why this but then rarely do we take such a a, a large step back that we can actually see the full picture of how we're doing it to ourselves okay so we're going to remove this like i'm going to need their help okay here we go yeah there's some more anger let me get that out it's in your neck okay there's also guilt that sits in the back the back of your head at the base of your skull, and you've got some guilt. I'll get that out. It's a clean sweep. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. Go to the alignment. Okay, they want me to go to the alignment and then do the energizing. This is really cool. But I'll do the alignment real quick. So we've got one through seven. So here we go. There's some damage to your first chakra. I'm going to fix that. And naturally, that has to do with all the events of the past year or so and beyond. But the, this past year or so has really taken its toll. And just because of that feeling of, like, there, I have no control. There's nothing I can do. My hands are tied, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me straighten this out for you. Okay, there's a fear of the future, no doubt. I'm not accusing, but when you go through this much, you're like, well, okay, what's ha- what's going to happen next month? I'm taking that out. He gets shell shocked. You're like, what next? You know? Well, I, I I hasten to use that language. Actually, I don't use that language, but it's definitely in the back of my mind, obviously, as <laughs> you're picking mm-hmm. it up. But mm-hmm. yeah, I took that out of the first chakra. Okay. So that way you can relax a little bit and say, you know what, life is life. I can I can do this. I've done it this far. You know, I've gotten this far. I've done it this long. Okay. Got that into alignment. Good. Second. Uh, 
Okay. Did you have a pregnancy that did not come to full term? Yes. Okay. A little bit of guilt there. You did nothing wrong. I'm going to take that out for you, honey, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Got it. All is well. Okay, now I'm, I have the, the soul attached to that fetus. They are smiling, happy. It's okay. It's a little girl. Thank you. She's beautiful. And she's smiling. She's very happy. It's okay. No worries. Okay, get that straightened out. Good, got that out. Nice to let that go. That's an alignment. Okay, third. We worked on that. That's an alignment now. Okay, fourth. Great. Let me do any blocks to intuition. I love doing this for people um, because it's hard to put one foot in front of the other and be so uncertain. So if we can just really tap in and trust the messages that we get, no matter what form that takes. Okay, blocks to intuition. Then we can move forward a little more confidently. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some self-doubt, and there's an issue with unpredictability. You like you like to know what's going on, what's happening next. You you like a top of the mountain view. Even if you had a child yeah. party in your home, you would stand there and assess yeah. the situation and know what 20 kids are doing all at once, right? I would. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's, you're controlling your universe, right? You don't like that unpredictability. You like to prevent. You like to see things coming. Like that kid's about to spill juice on my carpet and you get you you zoom in and you assess you know, you you fix the situation. That's a silly example, but you you're intuitive enough to be two steps ahead of everybody around you. Yes. Mhm. However, we don't want fear mixing that up and we want if if that is your MO and that's fine especially in terms of keeping other people safe, which we can't always do, but it's good to try. But as long as we're not afraid, then we'll be more comfortable with that and more accurate accurate with that kind of thing. Make sense? Yes. Okay, so let me get that fear of unpredictability. Sometimes you just got to let life unfold the way it's supposed to. Self-doubt. Okay. Blocks the self-awareness. Okay. There's a perfectionism. I want to call it, there's a word for it. It's called utilitarianism. And this is oddly in your third eye. Let me see if it's in your heart center too. Naturally, yes. Okay. All right, it's called utilitarianism, and what it means is we try to be the perfect person for everybody. The perfect kid, the perfect friend, the perfect spouse, parent. Make sense? And perfect employee. Do you recognize that in yourself? Yes, I do. Okay. Sometimes we can take it too far because we wind up bending ourselves like a piece of origami where you bend the paper to create the form of something different. 
And we try so hard to be perfect in everybody else's eyes, we lose sight of ourselves. And we also lose sight of the fact that when we truly love ourselves, people around us can't help but love us. We don't need to do or be anything to win that. Make sense? Yes. Yes. So there's this, um, it comes from your childhood, from feeling invisible or disregarded and that kind of thing. We feel like we have to earn other people's love. And it's an erroneous belief, but it's one that we cling to. But the opposite is is certainly true. So you can do the Louise Hay things like I love and adore myself and I am worthy and all that good stuff. But let me take this out and that will help. Okay, so utilitarianism. Got it. That was in all three chakras, so that was pretty ingrained in you, that sense of being the best you could be for everybody and meeting all their needs, okay? Yeah. Okay, good. Mm. You should start feeling better and a little little looser, like, you know what, I'd like to help you right now. I just can. I just made myself this beautiful cup of tea. Let me check you later. That You know, that kind of ease with saying no. Do you have a hard time saying no to people? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I do. Very much so. Very much so? Very much so, yeah. That's going to change. That's going to change because I took that out. This is why you can't say no to people because you're trying so hard to be perfect. And if you let them down, they're not going to love you or accept you. You know what I mean? Right. God forbid. They might be mad at you. Then, quote, what do I do? Then you got to do damage control. And then you're in this cyclone of out of controlness, right? But... I want to say this very clearly, that when you let go of that stuff, that's when you're in control. When you recognize that working so hard to control everything around you to create a semblance of peace, that's a lot of work. And And it doesn't always work out. Like even Thanksgiving dinners, I can control the way people behave in in my home. But the energy underneath doesn't mean that it'll be peaceful. You know, I can create artificial peace by saying there will be no arguments at my table, that kind of thing. And don't bring up the yeah. past and you let that go and you you don't do that. I can do all that stuff. But when I let go and just let it be what it is, I have peace. Not not artificial peace. Not this facsimile that has this uh negative energy churning underneath that makes my stomach twist. That's how I get at like a family dinner, you know. If somebody's mad at each other, I can feel that. I get up and leave. You know? I don't know why I had to say all that. I just had to. Perhaps it wasn't for you. I know why. But I know why. And, and oh, probably it. for somebody else as well, but I do. I no longer do it, but I have done it. However, uh, I would say that at the moment I'm, I'm in the midst of, yeah, well, as you said, you're helping me release it, so thank you. Yeah. It's gone. I, I took it out. Okay, so seventh chakra. Let me get this all spiffied up for you. Okay. You're coming to a time where, you, where you'll where you be um, developing a new relationship with death. Okay. Perhaps not to the degree that I had to because... I I was to be a medium. 
So I had to have early experiences of varying intensity and then a very intense experience. And so I relate to it and react to it very differently now. But you're coming into a new relationship with death as well as like the responsibility thing. And letting go is huge for you. It's a big lesson. Um, Letting go, going with the flow and letting things unfold and and not – it's okay to be detail-oriented, but not paying so much attention to the details out of fear that it's going to sabotage whatever you're trying to achieve, whether that is, you know, a pleasant day or work or, you know, or getting the house in shape. Whatever the the goal is, big or small, that the little things won't disturb your peace of mind are the words I need to choose. Make sense? Yes. Okay. Good. All right. Now that we have all of that, Ooh, take a breath. Tell me how you feel. Uh, I'm excited. You feel excited? I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever like, whatever is coming up regarding that relationship with death, it's it it, it just resonated in my in my being of yeah, something to be very excited about. Music to my ears. Music to my ears. Some people probably would not mm-hmm. they would have recoiled from that. Like, oh, that sounds hard. No. It's not difficult. It's just different. But we all have to do some kind of work with our relationships with various aspects of life. We, our relationship with food, um, yeah. sex, death, taxes, people, you know, God, ourselves. These are our relationships. And some of them, it, it's, it's intense when we have to grow in several different types of relationships like that at once. But we all, have, we all came here with a shopping list to take care of, so it just is what it is. Okay, now that I have you all in alignment, you look very pretty. All your chakras are bright, shiny, and all in the same row. So now what I'm going to do, it's really cool, is energize the whole system and then connect with your higher self, which is about three feet above your head. And picture a cord going from your the top of your head to your higher self. And now look at Picture this, that as you grow up from a child into adolescence and you go through your experiences and you develop your opinions of life and your judgments of the things that happen to you or your decisions that you're a victim, all the things that, all the chatter in our mind, right? And visualize that this creates a static and it can put static in that line, in that cord that goes from you to your higher self, making it more difficult to hear the messages that you're meant to hear the wisdom that's to come to you from your soul because it knows your life. It already knows your life, and your subconscious mind does too. You're the one stuck in the middle not knowing which way to turn, right? Right. So we want those messages. We want that knowledge. We want, we want all the information that we have but can't remember because we incarnated. You know, As we go forward, we don't really learn new things. We just remember what we already knew but it was placed in the subconscious mind before we came here. But it is accessible. Anyway, so the technique, I managed to take that static and clear the line so that you have more clear communication with your higher self. And I need to add that your higher self or soul, the will of your soul, is always in accord with the will of God. So picture your soul's above you and God's beside that. They are constantly speaking. It's getting that information down to you so that you can experience peace. 
and appreciate what you came to learn. That's what I want to help energize, okay? Thank you. That sounds like fun, doesn't it? I love it. It does. I love how you said in accord. That's great. Always <laughs> in accord. With the fun play. So, yeah. Well, the reason I emphasize this is because, you know, whether I felt this way, and I know a lot of us have met in four years, we are often afraid of the will of God, uh, the will of God because we think it's the opposite of what we want. So we have our soul pushing us, pushing us, pushing us to, to do and be somebody um, important or useful. And we have these doubts, like, am I, is this the life I was supposed to live, you know? And we try to use our egos to determine what's best for us when that's not the ego's forte. In in, in large part, what's best for us, it's what holds us in its grips. So the ego can try to kind of chirp us up. So in looking at, okay, so... I need to sit and look at my life and, and come into acceptance in various aspects. And you have a lot to work with. Absolutely. But just to emphasize that the will of your own soul and knows your life is never out of accord with the will of God. We need to get right. more in alignment. And that's what I'm going to do with you. Take that static out. And then I, it's my intention that you experience peace and Get a little bit of a break because I really think you need it. Okay? Thank you. All right, here we go. You may feel this, you may not. You may feel sensations. I don't know. But I will describe to you what's happening, okay? All right. Okay, so what happens is there's, like, picture a uh, some electricity that comes up from the crown and then comes down from the higher self or soul and then meets in the middle. And when they do meet, there's a big explosion of light, kind of like fireworks. Okay, now there's a a bolt of lightning, so to speak, going from your higher self down to your feet. And it goes one, two, three, four. Now it shoots down through your feet into the ground, and this is very grounding. You're going to feel different. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel centered. Okay? My my feet actually literally feel warm (laughs) right now. uh Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised. Okay, now let me see. Okay, now when I do that, what happens is one or more beings emerge to show me who's guiding you. Okay? Okay. First one to step up was Mother Mary. Second was Archangel Michael. Mother Mary's holding a baby in her arms. And that serves two purposes. She says, the one is that, yes, I have your baby. And the second is to say to you, Charlene, you are mine. So the baby's you, and she's holding you and supporting you, and she wants me to use that visual to show you how much she cares for you and that she's supporting you in every way, okay? You are hers. You are her child, and she is guiding you. I am offering, um, she wants me to relay this, I am offering support and love and nurturing all that you need, all that you felt you didn't receive as a child. It is all right. It is all right. It is all right. 
moving forward, you not you will not feel this way. Your emotional state will improve. You will feel calmer. I appreciate the work that Charlotte did today. I will be continuing to work with you further. Please embrace me. I want to help you. Most of all, let go. And know that we are here. And I love you all. Let's see if Michael has anything to say. Michael's working on some past life stuff. There are other past lives where you went through intense periods like this where many people died, like you were stuck in a war surrounded by death, um, plagues in villages surrounded by death, other similar scenarios in other lifetimes. There's about five of them, but you're surrounded by death, and this really gave you uh, an issue with it, okay, having to experience this so many times. And so in this lifetime, you're clearing that up. He's helping you. What he's doing is severing cords that lead from your soul to those past lives so that energy stops affecting you. He's doing that for me. That's a, that's a technique I do with, with, like with the full session. Um, when I'm given permission, I can do that, but he's doing that right now. Wow. Fascinating. What it entails, I'll just because I don't want to sit here quiet and I don't want to tear my eyes away from this. It basically entails cutting the cord from the higher from the soul to that past life, which continues to happen on another plane. That's why it's still affecting you, right? right? You cut it, and then you the end of it that was embedded in the soul, you remove that, and then you cauterize the cord so that it can't reattach. And then he dissolved the end of it, cauterized, and he's just repeating this. four and five. He's done. Okay. He's blowing you a kiss. He's blowing you a kiss. Beautiful. When I interpret the energy, it means I love you. And he wants to use a modern vernacular. So he's using the words, I've got your back. I'm supporting you. Yeah. They're really sweet. You would think something biblical would be said, like, be not afraid. And that is said a lot of times. Be not afraid, worry not, that kind of thing. Um, But the modern vernacular is really connecting with people. And so he's basically saying, I've got your back. And now he's touching his heart. Okay. And he's helping you. Beautiful. Your son's friend is fine. Thank you. They're all fine. Everybody involved in these, these different endings, they're all experiencing their new beginning as well. Right. Okay, everybody in your circle, in your family, everybody's going through new beginnings right now. Any questions, Charlene? um, (laughs) There's a few, but probably not, not, I I guess... um, You've just done so much for me. Thank you so much, so much. You're welcome. My pleasure. My my son's going to be fine. Obviously, we were always fine, so I guess I don't have to worry on that. Well, he lost a friend, and it hurts. How old is he, like 16, 17? No, he's 21. 21, okay. Yeah. He's hurt. It feels like it was quick, and he just doesn't understand how life can change 
on, on a dime like that. Yeah. He'll work his way through it. Okay, that's why he told me to say it. Uh, Archangel Michael's working with him. That's why I had to okay. say that, that. That your son's friend will be fine. Okay, so he's working with the friend. They're, he's all taken care of. He's, he's got a soul group that met with him when he crossed over. Um, but Archangel Michael is now pointing to an image of a, a young man and, and basically indicating without words he's with him and he's working on him. Okay. Sometimes it's just sign language, but I get it. You know, I'm I'm taking care of this young man, so yeah, he will work through it. Of course, there there will be impact. It's very sad, um, but he will emerge. He will emerge, and he'll be okay. And so will you. All right. Charlotte, thank you so very much. Are you on Facebook? I am. You can send me a friend request if you'd like. I also started a, sure. a group, the Spiritual For Insights Charlotte. Forum. Hmm? Okay. Spiritual yes. Insights Forum, F-O-R-U-M. And I, so I created a group where if people just want to hang out and talk about this stuff. They can. Okay. You can also tune into the show directly from my Facebook page, Spiritual Insights okay. Radio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm on there. If, Charlotte Spicer, okay. Yep, and if you hit a bump, contact me through the website. If you if you experience anything like the doldrums, or if the, if if you need to cry and it gets to be too much, let me know if you need tweaking. Uh, you can just contact me through the website, and I can get to you from my desk just like I just did. Okay. Bless this your is very heart. intense. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Thank you. There's so much more to it, but those are the highlights. So, yes, <laughs> yes. And, and, and this lessons, was so. and this was an abbreviated session, but it was good. A lot of good, deep work for you. So that'll get you okay. started. If you want to follow up with a full, I'm getting dizzy. If you want to follow up with a full session, feel free to get in touch with me. I'd be happy to dig in, in even further and get it all cleared out. But but you had a, a fairly good amount of work done today. Be very kind to yourself. Get the document on the website, the free download with the techniques like salt baths. There's prayers. There's all kinds of forgiveness stuff. And whatever resonates with you or fits into your energetic routine, you want to do that because you're going to feel some shifts. I, yes, I know I am. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I just don't, there's, it's inadequate to just say thank you, but I know you get it. So it's. A... I do. I do. I've worked on myself, so I know how it goes. Well, thank you once again. It's very nice to meet you, and I would love to hear your experience at a later date, okay? All right. Bless your heart. Thank you so much, Charlotte, for all of your time. God bless you. You're very welcome. Take care. Wow. All right, everybody. That's about all all the time I have for today. I want to thank Jesus and Mother Mary and Ezekiel for their assistance in the work that I performed on the callers today. I was happy to be able to get to spend some time with everybody and uh, really devote uh, some effort to something that it seems when you do it quickly, it it doesn't seem to have that depth. But, you know, when I have a co-host, I do have to be respectful of my coworker and um, make the pace of the show move a little more quickly. So this kind of allows me to go at my own pace. So I appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who participated and got some work done. Take good care of yourselves, and thank you to everyone else who has tuned in 
and hopefully many, many people benefited from the information that was shared. And I look forward to the next time. So it will be the first Thursday of the month at 3 p.m. Eastern. I will go with as much time as my schedule allows and help as many as I can as long as I get to be thorough. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Until next time, God bless and be at peace. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.